Hi Redskins fans, uh, this is Brent from Burgundy Blog. It's about quarter to eight on Wednesday evening, October 5th. Um, I have been invited and encouraged to uh, participate in this new platform for, I guess, mini podcasting called Bumpers. So this is um, my first attempt at a bumper, and I thought what I wanted to do was uh, chat for a few minutes about a, an interesting topic that came up on my Twitter timeline from this morning um, involving the Redskins defensive line and the draft selection of Josh Doxson this year, and then all of that sort of within the greater context of the team-building philosophy and strategy um, put forth by Redskins GM Scott McLuhan. So uh, the thing that happened today, uh, this morning, was that the Redskins decided to throw in the towel on Kendall Reyes, the defensive lineman who had a very short tenure with the team. Uh, he had previously been with the Chargers and then was a free agent, and then he signed with the Redskins uh, pretty early on in the free agency period this year as really not, not, a, not a major or, or really a key um, signing or addition so much as um, maybe almost more of a symbolic one, I think. Uh, Kendall Reyes is a guy who, you know, not a big name, uh, had had a little bit of success early in his career with the Chargers, um, especially uh, as a pass rusher, but over the last couple of years uh, hadn't really done too much of note. And, and he represented, although not a marquee signing, um, really the, the, the most significant probably signing uh, by Scott McLuhan this year in an effort to um, update or upgrade the Redskins defensive line, which as we all know was terrible last year. And I think it was kind of a statement signing because um, it basically said, we don't think this defensive line is that bad. Uh, we don't think we need a drastic overhaul. Uh, we don't think we need a big name or a super high draft pick because ultimately they didn't they didn't spend one on that defensive line. Um, it, Kendall Reyes was kind of like a plug, and he didn't work. He didn't work out. He he wasn't effective while he was here over the summer through the preseason. Um, he he spent um, much of the last couple of months injured and sort of rehabbing off to the side in practice, and then when he finally saw some real game time in Week Four against the Browns, he was ineffective. And so they cut him today. And uh, I think, you know, this, this touched off an interesting uh, conversation on Twitter with respect to whether or not the Redskins should have um, spent a higher draft pick or more resources uh, in 2016 on the defensive line. And I think that they should have. I think I'm not alone in that. Uh, but there's some disagreement as to whether or not that would have represented maybe reaching for a need or in general, just kind of um, a strategy of, of building a team based on need rather than this philosophy that uh, McLuhan has, to his credit, very consistently um, uh, espoused of being patient and building through the draft but not reaching for need, rather drafting players based uh, solely on their quality, almost regardless of position. And so when the Redskins pick uh, came up um, in the sort of middle to later part of the first round this year. They traded back one spot, um, possibly because there wasn't a clear-cut winner among the remaining guys at that point. And then in the next slot, they took Josh Doxson, a receiver. And so much has been made about how the Redskins already sort of had a wealth of um, resources 
at the receiver position, at least for this uh, this season. Of course, with Pierre Garçon and Deshaun Jackson and Jamison Crowder, and uh, Doxon was a little bit of a luxury pick, I would say. Um, and Scott McLuhan, uh, for his part, insisted that um, Doxon was selected because he was the best player uh, on his board that was left on the board, and that may very well be the case. And Josh Doxon, I want to be clear, I think totally still could pan out as not only a capable player, but maybe even a star one day. Of course, we have basically no idea still to this point because he's mostly been injured as a Redskin and barely played. But um, I think that uh, the the release of Kendall Reyes today sort of highlighted just how little was done uh, and, and sort of clearly and intentionally uh, to upgrade that defensive line over the course of this past offseason. And especially in, in light of uh, Stephen Paya having recently been released and his signing from last year thereby deemed and acknowledged to basically have been a failure, uh, the question was raised, whether this sort of makes the bypassing of a top um, defensive lineman in the first round of this year's draft, um, you know, look e- even worse uh, than 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 it did uh, to those of us who are somewhat dubious um, when it happened. And frankly, as much as I love Scott McLuhan and agree with his overall strategy and philosophy, I think it does. Um, I think it does uh, make me feel um, that the overall plan for um, resuscitating this defense was very imperfect. It was flawed. Um, and although clearly Stephen Paya and Kendall Reyes individually have nothing to do and no bearing on Josh Doxson's future and whether or not he'll turn out to be a quality player, here's, here's the key objection I have to how this all went down. Um, even though I don't think it's reasonable to expect a new GM and a new coach to turn a team that's been bad for the most part for decades uh, into a, a consistent winner overnight. Um, I do think it's important to take each unit uh, for what it is and to prevent, to the best of the front office's ability, each of those units from being a total flaming embarrassment. And that that was not prevented in the case of the Redskins' current defensive line. They're not just bad. They're prohibitively bad. They are what I would consider and have been describing as probably, or at least very possibly, a fatal flaw for this team. Um, the Redskins' defensive line is so weak and so anonymous uh, outside of Chris Baker, who I think is a good, but even in his case, not a great player, that um, it may very well be the, the primary and, and the, the key um, prohibiting factor that keeps the Redskins from the postseason in 2016. And even if you're taking the long view, um, I think that this is a team that, that had a chance this year, had enough talent overall, especially on offense, to potentially make a little noise in the postseason. But I believe that when you have one particular unit, especially one that in in the modern NFL is widely agreed upon to be so extremely important, which is the defensive side of the line of scrimmage, the defensive line, um, when when you allow a key unit like that to be not just suboptimal or mediocre, but so flagrantly uh, incompetent um, so that the defense is not only bad on third down, but by far the worst in the NFL, and so that the defense is allowing the second most yards per carry to opposing rushers in the NFL, I feel that that level of badness in any one area is destructive to the overall attitude and progress and evolution of this team culture that's moving towards not just competency, but regular excellence. Um, 
And I really think that this defensive line stands to hold that whole thing back because it will become very frustrating to the other players who are capable in doing their job um, to, you know, if they are to develop the, the impression that their efforts are wasted by this one key uh, deficiency, um, which, you know, the rest of the unit uh, and the coaching staff are not able to overcome. I can imagine it being very frustrating and very counterproductive for a general sentiment to exist that the efforts of the many are um, outweighed by the inadequate efforts of a few. And so I think in hindsight, um, and, and I, I really thought you know, in, in real time, that uh, maybe Scott McLuhan bypassing the defensive line in the first round of this year's draft with its rich pool of defensive linemen, even at the end of the first round and into the second round, including um, Vernon Butler, Chris Jones, Robert Kimdiche, Kenny Clark, uh, may have been an example of uh, McLuhan holding a little too tightly, a little too rigidly uh, to this patience doctrine. Um, and I think in this case that um, paying closer attention to needs for the sake of immediately updating an emergency situation may have been indicated. So those are my thoughts on um, Kendall Reyes and how he uh, relates somewhat uh, distantly to Josh Doxson and Scott McLuhan. Um, I will, as always, be very interested to hear your thoughts, uh, both in agreement and in disagreement. And um, we'll see if if, uh, repeating some of these bumpers here in the future will be of value to you guys. All right, so let me know. Thanks. Until next time, this is Brent from Burgundy Blogs. See ya.